Welcome to Parks and Rec, and I hope you've uh, done your ABCs, because this episode is easy as one, two, three. In fact, it's episode 123 of Parks and Rec, recovering the season seven, episode four installment, Leslie and Ron, this one directed by Beth McCarthy Miller, written by Mike Schur, probably prepping for The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine at this point, and you know maybe his head in the clouds, because Good Place... Original air date, January 20th, 2015. I'm Joey, and I will try to rein in this terrible wordplay. Mm, and at the start of the episode, it said to be continued right now, which makes sense because it aired the same day as the last one. I'm Haley. I'm, I'm Sean, and when Joey started this episode, it sounded like Parks Erect, like Erection. Well, we know what's on Sean's mind, <laughs> and I am all for it. If you're new to the show. I mean, this is kind of this is kind of how it is. Can to you. Yeah, I did raise a can to you. It's <laughs> my drink that I'm drinking. Which, holy smokes, I just looked at the caloric content Ooh, that of this drink me. from Bishop Cidercade. Haley and I are versusing off each other here. I have the dark side cider, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, and I have the light side. And Joey's, while caloric, mine is only 97 calories and two carbs and less than 1% sugar. Mine's 200 calories. It should be called the heavy side. 19 carbs. Grams of carbs. However, and this one is, is, it's good, but like, it's not my favorite. It doesn't, it's like, I mean, it's a light cider. It tastes better than beer because beer is gross. And cider's good, but it's not as tasty as some of their other ciders, probably because it doesn't have a thousand more calories like the other ones do. I really like the dark side. It might be one of my favorite Bishop Cidercade ones. Well, if I go crashing through my chair at some point this episode, you know why. Sean, what are you drinking on your end? I am drinking an electric jellyfish, which is a crazy IPA. Wait, no, uh. Get out of here. Sean, there's two things that are wrong with that drink. One, it's a jellyfish. the One of the least favorite creatures in the sea, at least for me. Oh, I think they're kind of cool. I don't like when they're stinging me. They're fine from far away, nearby. Not a fan. Also, Sean, an IPA. <laughs> also, my can says weekday warrior. I just wanted to add that. Okay. Sean, I'm still waiting <laughs> for the day when someone invites me to try an IPA that they like. And I say, you know, I'm not really a big IPA fan. And they say, no, 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 this one's different. You'll like this one. <laughs> then what I do you take, mean you're waiting for that? I take my first sip of the he drink. He doesn't vomit profusely. And, and then I just have to, I just have to stand there holding a near full can or bottle because I do not enjoy it. You're waiting for this day. I'm waiting for the day when I enjoy that it. that he likes one. Yes, that I like an oh, IPA. You never got to that part. Yes. Well, he's waiting for someday. it. It was heavily oh. implied. <laughs> I don't know, because the story just kept getting worse. Yeah. But Sean loves an IPA. Yes. Are you I drinking do. a bottle, can, glass? It, it is a can. <laughs> Smashed it on the table and is licking it off. No, like that one day. <laughs> yeah. When he spilled it. Yeah, lap it up. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Sean, I hope you remember 
what's going on in this episode? I don't know if any of us do. I remember generally. <laughs> I don't remember, like, what are we going to trivia like, I about? got trivia. Go, well, Sean. Let's hope so, because you're down two to one. And Have I ever been up? Uh, I'm clear. We'll have, to nothing, go, right? we'll have to go check the tapes. Yeah, Haley was up one to nothing this season. I think uh, you started at least the past two seasons down with an almost insurmountable lead just right <laughs> off the bat. So the fact you even have won one in the first three episodes, very impressive. And we'll see if you can tie it up here. I'll ask each of you three questions. We'll see who knows more of them. If one of you doesn't know an answer, the other one can come on in and steal. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. But before we start, Sean. Uh, the lyrics were wrong. I'm sorry. Terrific uh, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Similar. Mailing it come in appearance. <laughs> yes. Uh, can we get a, just a quick little taste of your southern accent, which I heard for the first time yes. last night, and would, Wait a would love for us all to hear. <laughs> no, why? Wait, no, just springing this, springing this on me. <laughs> no, I don't have. A, I thought Keep my accent already southern. Um, you I laid it in, on thicker last night, though. <laughs> I was um, much drunker than this right now. Um, my name is Sean. I grew up in Mesquite, Texas, um, out in the country fields of the suburbs of Dallas. Uh, wearing my Wrangler jeans and cowboy boots, uh, kicking snakes around. Do you please? Do I have to keep going? So I feel <laughs> like this was more consistent than yesterday. Yesterday you were fluctuating between that, which is a lot more subtle, I think, and then like a heavy Georgia mixed with uh, Colonel Sanders <laughs> sort of like weird vibe that was happening. I, I was. Not sober. I, I I haven't taken fireball shots like I did last night. Um, Give so. it time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can I can try to do the uh, the uh, recap in a <laughs> southern drawl if you'd like. I'm sure everyone would enjoy that. Yeah. Is this why I was I I try to remember why I was dying laughing yesterday and I couldn't remember. It could be that. While so we many. I feel us. like there were so we many. We were playing Among Us moments. on Discord. McShonald's was also one that McShonald's. Sean went hog wild for. Or Sean. I don't remember McShonald's. No, it's just uh, McDonald's combined with your name. Also, when you uh, <laughs> announced to everyone that you were going to kill me, and then about I 10 seconds re- later, I was dead. <laughs> and no one suspected yeah, you. Yeah, no one suspected Sean. Well done. Yeah. Well, Except me. I do remember me. that. I think I did vote for you. <laughs> but and but then I got murdered, I think. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Sean, I also like that you mentioned kicking snakes as one of your activities <laughs> of uh, growing up. Texas. Texas. Just kicking those snakes out of the way. Dallas, Texas. Mesquite, Texas. So I can play my jacks. All right, Sean, your first question. According to Leslie, the series finale of Game of Thrones is tonight when they get locked in. And oh, Khaleesi fuck. is about to marry who? Shit. I... Fuck. She's, ah. And I was like, well, that didn't happen. They guessed that wrong. Um, Ah. It's somebody that's not in the show. Oh, man. That is correct, but we cannot accept that answer. (laughs) Dang it. I I don't remember. She's going to marry Travis Barker. (laughs) No. No, it's actually Mark Hoppus. (laughs) Damn it. 
Haley, um, Haley has intense concentration on her face, oh, but does she remember? I don't remember. That's the problem is I remember the scene, as does Sean. Like, we remember it happening, but we don't remember who the person is. Uh, I know it's, like, another sci-fi-y type dude. And I think... Okay. Man, I really wish I remembered... I'm sad that I don't. So I got to go with the guy whose name I can't think of right now. I'm trying to like think of a, I, it's not even the right one and I still can't freaking think of it. Uh, so good. Um, you know, just Star Trek. Just all of Star Trek. She's going to make all Star Trek. All of Star Trek is incorrect. It's Jack Sparrow. Oh, it yeah. is Jack Sparrow. Not really. Jack Sparrow. Super sci-fi. Yeah. Jack Sparrow. Not one bit. Very good, Sean. Not one bit. Have you seen the movies? One bit is an yeah. That's hyperbole. All right, continue. All right. Well, tough start for the two of you. But Haley, your first question. Leslie introduces a mixtape. Sean, let's just get zero that the office put together. (laughs) They each got to pick a song of theirs. It was for a big old barbecue. What was the song that Jerry? I believe he was Jerry at that point. What song did he select? Can I just? Pretend sing it like Leslie did, and you'll give me credit because I don't know the name of that song. We'll see. Let's see how far you can sing it. Oh, I can't sing it that far. <laughs> she was like, "Oh shit!" See, now I can only think na 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 na, which is not the right song. Um, that's the office. This is the song where it's like, "Fuck." Okay, Sean, just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the name of the song. I just know. Wait, is it that song? No, it's not that song. Yes, it it is. Oh, Started the Fire song? Yes, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Oh, that really is the song? Yes. Wait, that song's in The Office and in Parsons? It is. It Mm. is in both of them. Okay. Yes. That's why both these shows are. Ryan Started the Fire. Yeah, Ryan Started the Fire. (laughs) We listened to the song. I believe it was my eighth grade history class. Our teacher said, this song is a nice little like four and a half minute primer on American history and made us listen to it and dissect it for quite some time. I remember hearing the song for over multiple weeks. So up to two weeks of listening to We Didn't Start the Fire and stopping, you know, every 15 seconds to analyze the previous four lines. Makes sense. It's kind of a lot of uh, random events just kind of thrown in there as well. Of course, there's the triumphant. I believe this is before the, the second chorus. JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? Apparently, the answer is a lot more because there's two more verses and a couple I, of choruses. Are after you sure he's not Quran. saying what else do I have to say about that specific incident? I mean, probably, but like, no. I mean, it's a fine song. Da, it's just da, da, very, da, 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 da. very overplayed. Oh. oh, and overdone. Well, in your one particular class, and and in sitcoms, apparently, it's, it's also on a season six episode of Home Improvement. Are you lying, Sean? Your second question. I guess we'll give her a point. Yeah, I'll give her the point. Even though she thought we're getting zero, she huh? thought the chorus and verses of We Didn't Start the Fire were different songs. I, I truly we'll did. <laughs> Sean, your second question. What does Ron call his relationship with Leslie? Um uh formal work acquaintance. No. Damn it. Give okay. it to him. That is incorrect. Okay. Wait. Um. It's something work I'm so, I'm so associate. Um. Uh, 
It's something that's like pr- approximate. No, something that means like your distance, right? Like your distance to each other. Okay. Approximate work associate. I'll give you half a point. Work proximity associates. Yeah, I, I was trying to get. I there. needed you to at least get two words right, Sean. Two out of the three. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But only only work. So Haley with the one and a half to zero lead. Not looking great for Sean, but we'll see. Haley, her Sorry, second. Sorry, Sean. I thought we were question. both gonna zero it out here. Haley, your okay. second question. When April was leaving the parks department, she threw a. Going, or Leslie threw oh, a going yeah. away party for her. What was the theme of that party? I do not remember all of it, but I know part of it was teenage and they all had jackets on and maybe, okay, Sean, if you remember more than me, I think you got it, but it's like teenage zombie ninja turtles. Oh. Sean, do you know more than that? <laughs> Why did you say zombie ninja? There were no zombie ninja turtles. Like, don't try to give this one to me. You know what it was. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the exact name of it. It's just like teenage uh, biker jacket, nineties, whatever. Orin was there. That's all I remember. <laughs> did you notice Orin? I didn't. <laughs> that was our. Did you notice? Was Orin's at the party? Uh, I'll give each of you a half point for that. So two to half. It was a zombie teenage biker gang pizza jamboree. Say it one more time. A zombie teenage biker gang pizza jamboree. Boom. See, that's why the Ninja Turtles came in was the pizza. Was the pizza? If, oh, okay. Yeah, I knew there was like something besides just teenage that tied it back to them. If it's a Leslie event, there's very good odds jamboree is in the name of it. She does like a good jamboree. Sean, let's see if you like your third question. At one point in this episode, well, really for the entire episode, Ron and Leslie are locked in the Parks Department together. But at one point, they see the janitor coming by across the hall. And he's listening to music, so he can't hear what they are saying. What is the song he's listening to? This is the best trivia round I've ever had. <laughs> He's listening to uh, Salt and Pepper's Shoop. No. That is incorrect. I'm not 100- Salt and Pepper. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe he's listening to Man, I Feel Like a Woman. That <laughs> is correct by right, Shania cool. Mark Twain. No. I was close. <laughs> you were not. Haley with the three to half lead. So we're just, uh, we're seeing if she can cover the spread here with this final question. How does Ron try to bargain with the janitor? He says, I'll do this and I'll even do this. Oh. In, a, in a plea to get the janitor to hear no, him. No, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. No, I understand. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of just thought he said I'll do anything, you know, as everyone Simple does plan. in those situations. Um, he said I will make I will make you something out of wood. I will even take your children to school for a year. <laughs> no, Sean, uh, do you remember? No, I don't. Yeah, I will. Uh, there's two things. He will send nudes and give a link to his OnlyFans account. 
No, he doesn't have no. Guess Sean, a different thing, Sean. Sean he doesn't is, use the internet. This is not. This is not what you are doing. <laughs> he would, if anything, send them through the mail. His only pants account through the mail. Yeah, it's a subscription-based service, <laughs> like a magazine. Send two dollars in postage. Yeah. Via snail mail, Sean. It's and I guess Haley, since you both didn't. Get yeah, it, no, it's we watch didn't know. a foreign film. Oh yeah. Even talk to a man with a ponytail. Yep, that did happen. Like, who has a who has a ponytail? Let's see. Uh, doesn't other Ron have a ponytail? Or no, maybe he doesn't. Kelly Olynyk. Mm. No, he doesn't. No. Just yeah, kidding. Kelly Olynyk. There you go, Sean. <laughs> He's a basketball player. Oh, with a one of the multiple uh, queer guys have ponytails or no? One. Um, Jonathan. Jonathan doesn't. Hair? He usually has his hair flowing, but he puts it up in a ponytail when he needs to get down to business. Yeah. As one does. Yeah. So those those dudes are they're back in Austin and multiple people on Instagram. Like, Sean, we gotta nominate you. Like, don't start this again. Like, please stop. Also I mean, Sean. Your apartment doesn't need to be redone. Mm. Or maybe it does. Maybe you need a whole wardrobe makeover. Maybe this is the whole thing. Is Sean, this, come hang this out with us if you, you get, get if you get nominated, like I wanna I gotta meet everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just have them come here if you get nominated. <laughs> Just make them throw a party live, where we get to meet all the friends. I live in South Austin. Um, in this house. <laughs> Here's my former bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes um no they can do your your apartment but for the uh because you know at the end of the week they always do a thing it always builds up to something i want to just make sure you loop us in yeah we'll be there <laughs> clapping you'll be sobbing it'll be great they can guest star on our podcast sean get nominated <laughs> yeah does someone nominated. else need to nominate you or do you just submit your own usually, uh, usually someone nominates you okay yeah. I'm not we'll get to it. writing my name in this. Is it because well, you we don't will want for to you, cry Sean. Don't worry. on TV? Well, I've never seen the show, but I, I know that, you know, it's been, uh, they discussed it at the barbershop one time, how they were like, <laughs> you know what? It's actually a good show because they'd be taken to these whack looking dudes um, and they, you know, fix up their wardrobe and so they can look better and be more attractive. That's not the only thing they do, though. Like they each, so there's five of them. And they each have their own speciality. So they do, like, yes, wardrobe is a part of it, but also, like, your self-care routine um, in terms of physically. But also they they talk about, like, emotional stuff, too. One of them is just there to, like, build you up emotionally and to help you with, like, goals and things like that. Um, one person helps you learn how to cook. Anthony, he's the hot one. Uh, and so he'll teach you, like, how to cook and how to make cool stuff and be you know like budgeting with your kitchen and then one of them like redoes a part of your house which is cool so they would help like maybe with like new furniture or this or that or whatever or be like sean you have a bed why don't you sleep in it i'm gonna make this room awesome for you oh yeah well I, sean's got a lot to process with that i would hate for that to play out publicly as the embarrassment would be too high as my friends see my current lifestyle. Sean goes, here are my, here are my wedding shorts. <laughs> All right. Um, the episode? No. Yeah, what happened this episode? I, I don't remember a lot of characters being in this episode. Because there weren't. There was the main group at the beginning when they locked everything. So 
at the wait am i supposed to do this in a southern accent i can't remember no you don't have to just just go in and out of it as, yeah, as periodically. it feels right. And maybe maybe an occasional uh, Pierce Brosnan or Sean Connery as James Bond. Yeah. I know those are wildly different, but yeah. do your best. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so at the beginning of this episode. No, I'm not going to do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was Sean Connery, right? <laughs> it was an attempt. Uh, <laughs> All right, Joey, do yours. <laughs> Punch the keys. What oh, man. Okay. No, say so, a different thing. It's hard to do it while you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of this episode, we last see Ron and Leslie locked in their old office by their coworkers and loved ones because they need to make up. They've been arguing about Morningstar for two years now, and um, it's time for them to get over it because they've been. Very good friends, or as Ron put it, work a proximity proximity associates. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, they're locked in there. Just everybody leaves except for uh, Terry. Terry's the last one to leave, and <laughs> Ron goes, "Terry, look at me." And like, so Jerry, he's Jerry to me. Um, Jerry stares at him, and Ron's like, like convincing him to unlock the door and he pulls out his key card and it's slowly going towards the uh towards the uh scanner to unlock the door but but oh but april comes and slaps it out of his hand and they are trapped leslie and ron are trapped leslie and ron are trapped leslie's trying to talk to ron ron doesn't want to talk to him talk to her um we do see some great amy polar acting i will give her credit for that she did a great job acting in this episode even though the premise and the uh the practicality of this episode <clears throat> was not great uh she tries to get him to talk by playing a song that uh they i guess leslie made a disc with all the staff's favorite song but she refused to play ron's and then she just ended up playing jerry's on loop <clears throat> um but that doesn't get him to crack. Oh, did it? Did that get him to crack? She's trying to get him to crack. They I think took... that is what ultimately got him. To <laughs> oh crack. yeah, because she was, she put a she bunch did of, a bunch of other things first. Yeah, she put a bunch of like st- post-it notes on him. That was pretty funny. Uh, he was just sitting there, and his entire body was covered in post-it notes. <laughs> um, and she spelled out Ron on his front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she did other things to annoy him. He wasn't cracking. But then once she did the CD thing, that. Pretty much broke him. Um, so they start talking. And it, they start talking just to recap the audience. What happened? Uh, two yeah. Years ago. So what happened was uh, Leslie took the job. So she's a busy, busy, busy lady. Um, Tom went to go to his restaurant. Uh, Leslie hired April. And, and no, she hired Terry first and then April. Uh, and Donna left with, where did Donna go? I think she had her other business going on, her realty and stuff. So she just left to do that. But yeah. So I guess she, Craig was oh, the no, only that's one what left. She does. Uh, Billy on the street was the only one left. Yeah, that's actually, Sean, in a deleted scene. Uh, so there's, there's a part where Ron is saying how everyone started leaving and he, he didn't recognize anyone. In a deleted scene, he says, except Craig. Craig is still there. And then Craig comes in to, to yell at him. 
<laughs> I don't think he says except he Craig. He says except Craig, but it doesn't go into anything ah, well, in, the, he, in the episode. He then then it cuts to Craig coming in while Ron's eating his hamburger and yelling at him for not putting a certain type of file in cabinet four. And he just goes back and forth. He's like, whatever the files are, cabinet four, file, cabinet four, file, cabinet four. And Ron just looks so miserable. <laughs> Ron was sad and lonely because all his, you know, he won't say call them his favorite co-workers, but they were all gone. And so he had gathered the courage. You know, I've never seen Ron like, well, maybe I have seen Ron just nervous around like Tammy, but he was nervous. He went up to the third floor to go see Leslie. Um, and he nervously gets out of the elevator and he asks, and let's just like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Ron, what's up? And he asks her to go to lunch. She says, yeah. And so he says, okay. And he goes back to the elevator. But immediately after, April tells Leslie, hey, we got to do this thing where we have to go to Washington, D.C. tomorrow. And Leslie's like, okay, yeah, I'm busy, busy, busy. And then she calls Ben. Forgets says, hey. that she was supposed to have lunch. <clears throat> totally forgot. So then Ron goes to lunch at JJ's and gets stood up. But Ron didn't really, I mean, at the time, I guess he didn't take it personally because he understood that Leslie was a busy, busy, busy woman. Um, and so instead of his plan at the time, his plan at lunch with Leslie, it is to, revealed, it's revealed that he was going to ask her for a job, um, uh, with that, I guess, national In the parts. federal government. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, Saying he, it he, out loud makes me sick. <laughs> so Leslie's side of the story, she tells first where she's like, you came to visit me and then Abruptly, a month later, you quit Parks, and then Morningstar happened. And then Ron's like, that's not the whole story. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then that's when he's like, I went up there. We set a lunch date. And she's like, oh, my God, I stood you up, Ron. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But that's not it. That's not it. Also, I wanted to hearken back a little bit to a impractical part of this episode when uh when they were trying when Ron was trying to get out he first he was going to punch a hole in the window but Leslie convinced him not to do that because there's security wire in the window um that's when they saw the janitor and the janitor couldn't hear them he was across a across the way across the courtyard but then he pulled the fire alarm and it turned the sprinklers on and they all got wet that is not what fire alarms do and they said oh well the firefighters, April kept pulling the fire alarm, so the firefighters cut it off, and so they just turned on the sprinklers now. That doesn't happen. It's too dangerous. I hate this. Anyways. <clears throat> that is dangerous. He also, uh, he while he's sitting there and Leslie's bothering him, he whittles a key. <laughs> so he can lock himself in his office. <laughs> but he, she can still talk to him through, through the wall, and clearly he can hear her because... He's responding yeah. to everything that she says or gets his attention. He rolls up the window, but then rolls it back down. Um, where was I? They talk. Oh, yeah. So Ron wasn't able to ask her for a job. And so he ends up quitting and starting his own business. And it turns out this whole controversy, which is the stupidest thing ever, over what Morningstar is. It's Ron, I guess, had a. A, a building company and they were going to create an apartment complex near the uh, Pawnee Commons, which I don't see 
the bad thing about putting a complex near a park because so that people can enjoy the park, whatever. But it it just happened to demolish Anne's house, which set Leslie off because that's her old friend's house. But I don't get it because Anne hasn't lived there in two years. And it's not like if somebody de- demolished my old friend's house, why am I going to be upset about it? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's, if yeah, it's, it doesn't. It does make sense for Leslie, though, because she's very nostalgic. And for her, things like, you know, like historic markers of her relationships are super important to her. So I understand why Leslie was upset. But yeah, I I, I don't think you would be upset. I don't think I would be upset. I mean, I'd be like, oh, dang, this is changing. Um, but she also said that it destroyed the view from the park but i think mostly she's just upset because Anne. this this lady this, she's unreasonable um well yeah what anyways but so she's mad because ron didn't give her a heads up that that was happening like his company just came demolished the houses and then like started building and she's like what the hell uh and ron is upset because she stood him up. Well, she took all of his friends away and then stood him up and then never really made time for him and then got super pissed at him. And now they've been fighting ever since. And what a stupid beef to be fighting about for over two years. Anyway, so yeah, that's what Morningstar is. And so then they get sappy. They talk it out. They um, they go through Leslie's application or interview, I guess, where Ron interviewed Leslie, and he only wrote three lines, which is, I find admirable. Hey, that's something that does have to relate to Parks and Rec, because we have to take notes on interviews, and I hate taking notes whenever I interview something, somebody. Are your so notes just sketches of Leonardo? <laughs> no, because I can't sketch. But if I could <laughs> sketch, they would be sketches of Leonardo. It's you writing out what Leonardo would be doing if you could sketch <laughs> No, they have to be about the employee, the uh, potential yeah, employee. It's, it's public info. Like they can go back and look at it. So I can't say anything uh, that would get me in trouble, or draw anything that would get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they say some sappy stuff. Yeah, they get emotional. Uh, you know, Sean loves that kind of stuff. Um, pretty much, they make up. I guess um, now that they understand why. Then they start making out, which I thought was a weird turn. Yeah, yeah it, it did take a. Weird yeah, turn. I wasn't expecting that. Then part. Ron paused to play some sax music, set a little loop for it, and then they went back to it. Yeah. Like in speed. The loop, the camera loop. Anyways, um, all over. No, not like in speed, Sean. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> um what happened um there was a baby monitor that got destroyed oh yeah she destroyed that <laughs> as soon as they got locked in so ben had left them a they were like what if there's an emergency and he's like i left our baby monitor it's all good and then almost immediately when they're locked in i forget what happens but leslie gets mad at ron and ron's about to use it, it to yeah, call, maybe what? call 911 call the police no you can't do that with a baby monitor. i think he's just gonna say hey we made up let yeah. us out oh so mm. he they were gonna leslie proposes she's like we'll just chill for a few minutes then we'll get on the monitor and say like we made up but she says we'll just say that you admitted that you were the jerk the whole time and i was fine and he was like or we'll say that 
you were being unreasonable and this happened. And she's like, that will never happen. And she picks it up and slams it. And then he's like, the fuck? Now we have no way of getting out. Also, he has a secret compartment that he built on day one of employment. Oh, also, some more unreasonable stuff. We talked about this in our pre-meeting, because we had one of those pre-show meeting. Oh, yeah. After Uh. they make up, (laughs) they like... And they actually didn't make out, by the way. Like, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. No, they didn't make out. They just made up. Um, And then he... they Because they were nostalgic about all the changes. So Leslie's like, we can fix this. So they rebuilt... They put everything that was in the office back where it was, including all the furniture. Which, where did it Even come though from? it's completely different furniture. Craig is, I guess Craig is the director now. I don't know. But he has completely changed all the furniture. And suddenly they have, they're just rolling the old clunky desks out. Like, there's no way that they kept all of those. And if they did, there's no way that they're accessible in the Parks Department office. Like, they don't have that kind of storage right there. Yeah. Makes no sense. They make up next day. They they get let out. Oh, when the crew comes to let them out, Ron is wearing uh, Craig's yoga clothes because when they set the sprinkler off, those were only their only dry clothes he could find. Um, and and his pl- yoga clothes look like what every movie about high school does for like their uh, athletic wear. It's like yeah. yellow top and bottom. Gym. Yeah. <laughs> Ron's playing the saxophone and they're jamming out. Because they've been up for 10 hours. Uh, Leslie is dancing on the desk. And uh, Andy's all about it. Everybody else is in shock. But Andy is like. <laughs> I was enjoying it. I forget what Leslie <laughs> was singing. But I was. I, I liked it. The uh, They made up. And the next day. Leslie gives Ron a hug. For a very long time. And they go to JJ's. My two favorite parts about the episode. Were one that scene of every of them just being like fuck it we've been up for 10 hours like we're just doing whatever we're doing at this point uh, or all night they've been up so more than 10 hours uh because presumably they got up early the previous morning um and then everybody's expressions looking at them through the window i enjoyed that and my second favorite part is this was a weekday night like this whole crew was like you know what these people are we can't stand them one second longer it's a Wednesday. We're going to lock them up in here. We're not going to... We don't have to worry about their children or anything. We'll see you all at 8 a.m. tomorrow when the office opens. I don't know why, but I find that very fun. Yeah. Fun. Sean doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and Leslie is somehow both drunk and hungover. Yeah. That's what April says. Well, Sean, it sounds like you very much enjoyed the episode, from what I'm gathering. I'm over Leslie Note, man. Just... This character, like, just come on. I come I, on. <laughs> I would say, like, rewatching the show. She's not great. Although <laughs> no. I didn't, she has hate her she has some good tendencies today. scattered throughout. Yeah, I thought she was fine today. Yeah, but. today she was fine. But that's the thing is, yeah, rewatching the show, I'm like, yeah, Leslie's not a good role model most of the time. But I thought this episode was fine. I understand what you're saying of like the whole reason they were fighting was stupid. But I thought she did. You're right. Like she did some good acting. Amy Poehler did some good acting in this episode. And I feel like she brought a little bit of crazy Leslie, but also like 
you know, the loving, fun Leslie, too. Oh, and Ron, another sappy Ron, he, uh, when Anne's house got demolished, uh, he saved the door and built a picture frame out of it. A thick-ass picture frame. Yeah, cause, I guess because it was a door. <laughs> and he put the, there's a picture of Ron and Leslie that Leslie found. And so he put that picture into the uh, to the frame. <laughs> and she's and, like, Ron, I just gave you this picture six hours ago. Like the the picture, the gift is the frame, not the picture. This actually leads to our quote of the episode, where Leslie goes, "Ron, you big fat giant sap," and he goes, "That seems unnecessary." <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh out loud at Ron. Ron's delivering of that. I think stuff like that all the time, like. That seems a bit much. <laughs> Did I need a four pound Trace Leches cake? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a, that's not that's, unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. What a weird You're right. thing to pose. Um, no, Throw just myself like, at the mercy of the court. I'm sorry. Sometimes people, <laughs> just the way things are sometimes written or said, I'm just like, yeah, it's a bit much. Seems unnecessary. Guys, my tummy hurts. Hmm. I had a, too uh, many Mickey D's nuggets. Yeah, too many Mickey D's. Too many fireballs. Uh, yes, okay, freak. <laughs> from last night. But also today, I had recently I had pizza and a uh, double. Oh no, they don't make the double. A super gulp of Coca Cola, and it is not treating me well. No. Super gulp is uh, like a small in Sweetums, right? Yeah, that's the. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's the small? The smallest one? Because I know the child was large. Yeah, the child's massive. I think <laughs> the small is... I think 64 ounces, right? Maybe? Something like that, yeah. Comical either way. And Haley, you've had ample amounts of time now. And yet... To think of your top five. She'll be caught up in that. Top five. All right, so today's top five, we have now decided, is going to be... Gifts that I've given to people that are somewhat sentimental or personal in nature. Number five. So number five is Merlin. It was his birthday the other day. and Merlin the uh, dog. Merlin the dog. He's just a little baby. So all week leading up to his birthday, uh, we were talking about how he's going to be two which means he's not a baby anymore. Now he's a big full-grown dog. Um, and I keep telling him that he's not a baby. But also I keep telling him that he is a baby because he is such a baby. Like, you know how people are like, oh, you're such a, a mama's boy. Like, he's such a mama's boy, dude. This dog just cuddles me all day. And he's like, hey, mom, take me outside. And I'm like, okay, precious angel, you looked at me with your eyes and I must do it. So that's Merlin, and it was his birthday, and he's two, and we've almost had him for a year. And we went, my sister and I went to Tomlinson's, which is a super fucking expensive store, uh, but it was close to the place that we were getting dinner from. So we went there, and we picked him out, these little, they do like little biscuity type treat things. They're pretty sizable, and they had some birthday ones. One was a bone that said happy birthday. So we got him that. And then we were like, well, we can't get him one and not get Frank seed because she's a psycho and she'll kill him. So we got her a rainbow heart. And then we also got them two little cupcake look, not cupcake, uh, like Reese's peanut butter cup. The, the mini ones looking like that kind of thing. Uh, and they have paw prints on the top. So we got them those. And so on his birthday, we gave him, he was so excited because he, there was a toy 
So they both immediately were like, oh, my God, there's a new toy in the house. We're so excited. Um, But we also gave him the bone, and he liked that. And it was more personal because when we picked it out, we were like, oh, it's so cute and precious. And we got it a couple days in advance, so it was like sitting there, and every day I'd be like, okay, it's going to be Merlin's birthday. We got to present this to him. We're going to take a picture. He did not pose for his picture, but it was good, and he enjoyed. And Frankie will not let him play with his toy. Number four. Okay, number four is going to be, uh, I'm deciding between two. I'm going to go with Sean. Oh, no. Last year for Sean's birthday, so this was COVID uh, times. I mean, it's still COVID times, but this was like kind of early on. It was May of 2020. And I don't know, I almost said 2019. Uh, we, it was Sean's birthday. And so I went to his work cause I knew he was there and I brought him a box of Tiff treats, all chocolate chip. Duh. And in, uh, and well. a bottle of Malibu. Yeah. Uh, but we put it in like one of those fancy, like wine and not super fancy, but like a wine holder bag so that I wouldn't be just bringing a bottle of Malibu into his place of business. <laughs> So I went in there and then I was like, hi, is Sean here to the person at the front? And she was like, yeah, that office over there. And so I said, cool. And I went and I knocked and Sean opened the door and he was so surprised and so like, what? Why are you here? What are you doing? What? What is this? He can tell you more. (laughs) I was so surprised. I had I can't remember who was in my office, but I had somebody. There was a guy in your office, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was it wasn't like an official meeting or I wouldn't have opened the door. Uh, but there was somebody in my office, and I get a knock, and I was like, "Man, it's probably one of the uh, one of the folks, homeless folks, asking about the showers or something like that." And I go to open the door, and Haley's standing right there, and so I couldn't. First, she had stuff in her hands, but I wasn't focused. I was like, "What the hell is Haley doing here? How does she know where I work? What is going on? <laughs> what? She's never been here." I'm like, "What?" I had never been there, like, but I did know where it was. I couldn't understand, like, why are you here? In my yeah. workplace. And then she gave me the cookies and the bottle and left. And I was like, wait, 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 what? what? <laughs> and then I had to explain yeah. to people like, yeah, it's my birthday. Because I don't think, I don't know if I told people oh, it was yeah. my birthday. And so then, yeah. Then they're like, it's your birthday. I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> and then they threw you an impromptu a zombie teenage biker <laughs> yes birthday pizza party. exactly what i wanted <laughs> perfect so that one makes the list because sean's reaction was just so great and i was like oh here happy birthday like it's just a birthday present but he was just so sean and so happy <laughs> was and that so was sean. so precious uh yeah i bet number three that didn't work. Number- <laughs> oh, do you want to do it again? No. <laughs> okay. So this one is a wedding gift to my best friend, Lisa, who has guested on our podcast on, uh, I believe, episode four, and then was also called on episode 100. So she got married this past summer, and for her wedding, I had... A very specific gift in mind from 10,000 Villages, and it's uh, a statue of... So we have these statues. Not, I mean, it's kind of a statue, but um, it's made of stone, and it's two adults who are kind of like 
sort of hugging, but kind of like intertwined. And then they're holding hands with a child. And so Lisa has a daughter and then she got married. And so her husband, Patrick, you know, he's been in their life for several years and he very much considers her daughter like his own and they all love each other. So I thought this statue would be like really cool fun thing for them because it's kind of like symbolic of like we're coming together you know love family blah 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 uh so I got that for her and it's I really like these statues I think they're super pretty so I gave it to them and like just they opened it and they were all three so underwhelmed and I was like oh okay I thought it was gonna be like a fun cool pretty beautiful gift and I don't know maybe they really liked it but it it was just really funny because they all just kind of looked at it for a while kind of not saying much and then their daughter said what is it and uh we explained it and then she said is this one me like am I the kid and we were like yeah and then she said something like oh it's really fat or (laughs) something like that (laughs) because the kid one has it has like a a circle that's cut out from the center of it so it kind of like kids do yeah yeah it kind of like splits around that um and I was just like well it's not it's not an exact, I don't know. It's just like a whole funny sort of scene that unfolded there. And I intended for this to be kind of like a fun, symbolic gift, but I don't know. Number two. Number two is for Christmas a few years back, I drew some pictures for my nieces and my nephew. I drew individual ones for my two nieces because I believed they had separate bedrooms at the time. And my niece and nephew of, so one is my sister's kids and one is my brother's kids. They shared a bedroom in their house. Uh, So I drew one picture for them and one for the other two. And I put like a ton of work into this and took, you know, like I, I like to draw. I do like these Sharpie, like black, black and white. I don't color them. Uh, People ask me to color them sometimes when I give them to them. And I'm like, I really don't want to color it, but you can if you want. And so I made those and I gave them to them and I think they liked them. Um, but yeah, I, and I tried to do them kind of based on not fully based on personality, but like a little bit like influenced by personality. So one was a little bit more flowery and one was a little bit more kind of like geometric and the other one was more swirly, I guess. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Number one. Number one is definitely the sappiest thing that I give to people, and it is handwritten cards, sometimes hand-drawn cards as well. But a lot of times I also get these from 10,000 Villages because they have a lot of cards that I like, and I like to support them because they're a fair trade nonprofit. Um, Everything is handcrafted. It's all kind of unique and beautiful and, uh, you know, good mission, good work. And a lot of their cards have puns on them as well. So usually if I get Joey a card from there, it's always a pun. So like, you're the... No, I can't think of any of them right now. I was going to say you're the milk to my cheese, but I don't know if that actually is one or not. (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. You're the cardamom to my necktie. Yeah. Yes, that. No, they have some, though, that it's... There's one. I've never bought this card for anybody, but it's like, I pick you, and it's a guy picking his nose on the front, and I guess it's... A romantic goofy card 
Uh, but yeah, so I get Joey some cards from there sometimes and also uh, for weddings and also for my parents for different things like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, whatever it is, birthdays. So I like to write messages in them um, and I put a lot of thought into what I write and I've definitely made people cry with those. So they're definitely more sappy than some other gifts that I've given. But uh, I think that I have an easier time expressing my feelings in writing than I do verbally. So it's a way for me to be like brutally honest and then be like, I don't have to talk. Like, I don't have to look at you when you read it. Feel my true love. Goodbye. <laughs> it's very April-esque. Yes, it is. Feel my true love. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and skips off. Into goodbye. I love you forever. And then, yeah. Yeah, she did take off. When she gave me, after she gave me, sprinted out the rec center. Well, that particular time, I didn't. She was, uh, she was driving the car and she couldn't stop it. So she just kind of like let it roll, ran yeah, in, got kind me the of. present. Yeah, it was kind of that situation. Out. Like I wasn't sure if I was allowed. One, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to be in the space. Two, you had someone in your office. So I was interrupting your meeting and I didn't want to like take up too much of your time. Three, I had two people waiting in my car it was my sister and her friend but we were i didn't want to keep them in the car forever uh so yeah oh, it was one of those i, situ- I did i did like skip out but um, <laughs> yeah top five we were caught up in the top five what a sentimental list right there I, I- if you want to get a gift from Haley. Drop us a five-star review, Apple Podcast. <laughs> That's all it takes. No. And, and, and say, please please send gift. Haley gave send me, me. Uh, one of the Haley's uh, Christmas gifts that she gave me was this uh, Longhorn wind chime. And I crack up um, because I hung it out on my back porch. And I probably maybe put it in the wrong place. I don't know. Because every time the wind blows, the chimes are beer cans, Lone Star beer cans. But they don't chime. They, uh, the whole, they just clank. The whole thing moves. <laughs> And it like just it sounds like a knock on my wall, and every time I hear it, I start cracking. <laughs> like maybe I'll put this up wrong because it's it's like a who's that? <laughs> it's a wooden piece that says Longhorn Woodchime, and then under that is the the beer cans. But the beer cans don't move. It's the wood piece that starts knocking against my wall when the wind blows. Oh yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm like uh, you might have some sort of beer specter that is uh, kind of. Haunting your patio, perhaps. Holding the cans, but slamming the wood against the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It, it makes me laugh. A beer tergeist. Anyway, let's hop into categories. Cat category. Now, as you may recall from trivia just a few moments ago. We don't. This, it actually is a, song, a question you got correct of Man, I Feel Like a Woman oh. by Shania Twain. One of the rare songs to have both man and woman. Is it, yeah, is that really what it's called? In the title. <laughs> So our categories will be any song. Songs with no with man, man or woman. Or woman. Oh. Or boy or girl in the title. I'll start with a click five jam called Just the Girl. I'll go with uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, I'll go with the Hot Boys classic, I Need a Hot Girl. <laughs> 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 yes i did i'm sorry i'm lolling i'll go with hey man nice shot by filter can i do lady in red no oh 
That seems... Unless you can't... I don't know. That's I mean, branching I... out to a lot of stuff. <laughs> Is it? Can I do... Am I already out? Dame Judy Dench. Joey, that's a real... Like, no. That's... <laughs> also, she's not a song. Um, She's not. I don't think. Well, the band Blur had a minor hit. Okay. Well, then... What is it? It's man, woman, girl, or boy? Okay. This is very <laughs> bad. Um, Spice Girls probably have a song called Spice Girls. Sure. Spice up your world, girls. Who run the world, girls? Is that what you meant? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's definitely what I meant. Uh, I would go with the uh, <laughs> the Missy <laughs> Elliott classic, Hot Boy. <laughs> I will go with the uh, oh, I'm, oh the Rihanna sorry the Rihanna classic like I'm the only girl in the world I don't think it's like it's just the only girl in the world uh, is there a song that's like uh, <laughs> why am I this is I'm I can't do this we'll category. also allow plurals so if you have well, yeah, boys plural, girls women or but men. is there a what woman what a what a woman what wants a girl song? wants yeah yeah that one what a girl needs there you go Sean was almost singing it earlier okay <laughs> now it's coming over um. Uh, yeah um let's see yeah i'm out sorry but sean i just got one so you have to do another one because i actually Um, thought of a song uh who let the dog oh no dogs aren't man or woman uh rough i mean it is (laughs) referencing men oh um i will (laughs) Another rap classic by them boys is Boys in the Hood. <laughs> I'll also do Boys in the Hood by Easy E. My girl. Slash Dynamite Hack. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I, I lose now. Unfortunately, Sean can't do My Guy by Mary Wells because that's not boy. Well. But I guess Sean loses. He's given. He's I given think up. I definitely lost the first. Round. <laughs> yeah. Other, other uh, notable other songs. I would say uh, a pair of Beyonce smash hits with "Independent Women" and "Baby Boy." You stay on my mind. Also, the "Good Charlotte" mm-hmm. smash hit from the summer of two thousand and two, three. Girls and boys. Oh dang! Girls don't like boys. They like cars and money. Mm-hmm. Are we going to talk about the stonks or not? I mean, you go right ahead, Sean. I think by the time this episode airs, who knows what will happen with the stonks? What the we're fuck holding is a stonk? Them, we're holding them to the moon. Diamond hands. Diamond hands. <laughs> I don't know why it's called stonk, because it's stupid. That's why. What, what, if t- the answer what the fuck is a stonk. There's a whole language. All of, my, all of our Wall Street Bets listeners, please... <laughs> educate us i've poked in there every once in a while because i like i like seeing what's going on in the old uh the old investing game but man i i I don't think i've ever felt more out of place (laughs) in a spot than the wall street bet subreddit perhaps a middle school dance but it's an equal level of awkwardness just a different kind where I don't know what a lot of the lingo is. They're uh, they're least... really offensive in how they call each other. They're dropping a lot of terms 
uh, that are not politically correct, and they're holding it to the moon. Oh, stunk ass. Um, no, we don't have to talk about stunks. It's just crazy how money is pretty much just made up. That's that. That's my uh, bro. Verdict. That's literally my whole thing. <laughs> Money is, Money's not real. Like there's Dogecoin, Bitcoin. Money's made up. If money's not real, yes. Money it's stupid. I have this conversation all the time. <laughs> like, and everyone thinks I'm crazy. A group of people got together and said, Alright, this is gonna be worth this now. And now they're rich. We'll just make a little paper. And and now it's like now they're not even doing that. They're not even making a paper. It's like it's all here's computer a, numbers. A fake ass number here's, here's on a, a piece Doge of coin. plastic on a, an account that doesn't exist. Like, that's the other thing about, okay, I can go on to this money isn't real thing if you guys want. Haley's but getting mad. I'm not getting mad. I'm getting excited about <laughs> this mutual feeling of money not being real. Um, Like, debt? It's all just some fucking, like, bullshit. it's all bullshit because it's all made up because none of it's real. But then it's like, it's all a construct. And you're like, well, everything's a fucking construct. So then you're like, should we just do, uh, like, anarchy? What's happening? I don't know. So anyway... That's why whenever people are like, we're a million, billion, trillion, thousand dollars in debt, so how can we do this thing? I'm like, but fucking are we? Like, that money's never going to get repaid. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Just just be like, oops, I lost that receipt, and start again. And only rich people only care about debt when money's going to be spent on helping out poor folks. It's not when right. you can, oh, oh, we're going to spend all this money to, no, I don't. I'm getting political. Goddamn. Uh, whether it's uh, for a wall or for like military reasons. Oh, yeah. Just throw billions out there. Oh, we want to use uh, all this money to help folks that are struggling with pandemic. Wait a minute. That's pretty expensive. What the fuck? Come on. Like you just spent a bunch of a billion dollars to go shoot up people in faraway countries. Like come, it, money's made up. What debt are you talking about? How is this debt affecting you personally or anybody? We don't who we owe. And we're never going to pay it back. Money's made up. And that's it is made, <laughs> up. Money's made up. And if we're going to talk about rich people, I don't think they should be allowed to keep all that money. I think they should have to put it back. Some of it. We can put it back they, in the we, hidden compartment. And no, I think, it. yes, in the hidden compartment. But honestly, like, you don't need, there's, you don't need that much. There's a certain level where you can just be like, okay, I've re like there could be a max that is set and it's like you've now reached that bar, you're at that max, so everything beyond that should just go back into like helping the country. Like I think there's just, there's been studies on that that once you hit over $75,000, you're Then it just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Not ha- you're not gaining any happiness right. by gaining more money. Exactly. So like why not do I something disagree. with that money that could billionaire myself. help other like it that could enrich the lives of everyone else that could uplift the entire country, the entire economy. Like if you there's so many things out there that say if if you can help other people, like we could all improve because of it. Like when our country is suffering because of homelessness, because of mental illness, because of unfair wages, because of like discrepancies in healthcare, and all of these things, like I just like it pisses me off so much because why do we say that we care, but we don't show that we care? Exactly. Like that's why people are like, <laughs> I was upset about my uh, University of Texas. Uh, football team uh, firing their coach in the midst of a pandemic with a huge buyout because uh, I was upset like why are you spending all this money to buy out this coach and get a new one 
when y'all just said we didn't have no money and we had to fire like half of the athletic staff. And y'all always say, oh, we don't have money to pay the athletes. But in a pandemic, you can pay millions of dollars for someone to go away. Like y'all just make, rich people. They're like, oh, we don't want to. There's not enough money to do this. But then they prove. Like, right. Oh, yeah, but there's, there's plenty, plenty of money, money to do these other things. <laughs> yeah. Other things. It's, like, oh. it's just like such. I just don't understand how we got here. Me neither. I hate it. I hate it here. I, I love what they're doing with the GameStop. The GameStop. I can't talk. I love what's happening with the GameStop stock because it's hilarious and it's pissing off billionaires, which they're billionaires. Good. So <laughs> um, piss them off all you want. But it just, uh, again, it's just a reflection of this, this shit isn't real. <laughs> and money is it, right. and money's fake. And the fact that we have so many people in this country like struggling because they don't have this currency that we that people just play around with um yeah what does that say about us right and the fact that we can't pay people a livable wage and that was parks and rec (laughs) follow us on spotify (laughs) stitcher (laughs) apple Podcasts. rate review subscribe for more episodes for eight more episodes nine more episodes because there's a bonus one Yes, we'll have all kinds of fun shenanigans planned for these last ones. We'll have everyone getting riled up. Yeah. We'll go on tangents that will polarize our audience. That's what you're coming here for. It's a wild freaking ride. Oh, but what's going to happen next episode? I will guess. Yeah, we're going to have you guess (laughs) next episode, Sean, before Haley, I'm certain, is about to march right through a wall and head on over to DC to to okay. yell and inflict some change. But Sean, you're going to have to guess the next episode based off the title. Which and the, is? And the title alone. It's called Ron and Leslie. No, I'm sorry. That was not even this episode. This one was called Leslie and Ron. It's oh. called Grizzlebox. Go. Uh, it's it. So Grizzle is the company like that's like Facebook. Uh, they're going to have a box and it's going to be like a bark box. There's going to be treats and doggy toys and uh dog food and they're all gonna go through it <laughs> ron it's gonna <laughs> i don't know why like i think the box concept is not crazy but for some reason the fact that it was dog themed made me laugh a lot <laughs> i don't know what's gonna be in this damn box parks and racks <laughs> This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.